Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, well, well. How the turntables... If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. What the heck? There's a pink bag on my chair? Yeah, it's just a whoopee cushion. It's a prank. On me? No. You know, it's just a joke. What's the joke exactly? What do you mean? My farts don't sound anything like that. My farts are long and way louder and they ring. So what's the joke? That I had a milder fart than I normally do? <laughs> that nobody's puking from my fart? Is that the joke? That I farted and no one barfed? Because that's pretty funny, actually. And now. It's a bright and shiny day. It's a bright and shiny day. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Tuesday morning, the 18th of June. What's up, kleptos? It's back. <sighs> had a little break, right? A day. A day. Take a day off. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had uh, extreme testicle pain yesterday. I needed right. to get right to my doctor. Mm-hmm. How'd that you guys, go? Which is you guys. Oh. Um, I heard from a number of people who said that, uh, what's it called? Testicular Torsion? Is that does that sound right? Ooh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds like a medical term. Uh, yes, and apparently it can be uh, very serious. But the the pain has abated. Oh, good. And I'm happy to say that I I think I'm going to be okay. Okay. So yeah, so I I had no time for small talk yesterday. Your prayers up. Had to get right. <laughs> had nope. to get right to it. Correct. But now I'm back. And now now you're all kleptos, especially you, Allie, because of all the hearts you steal. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> now it's all Boom. Your deal, guy. Nope. Uh, oh. What's up, you guys? I, you know, just stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel normal, that. Normal Tuesday stuff, I feel that. right? I feel like you guys are surprised each day when I ask, how's it going? What's up? I mean. What's new? Every day isn't a golden day. So when yeah. you ask us today what yesterday was like, we go, eh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a normal answer, I think. Well, you're not living the dream like I Are am. we not? Mm. Yeah. Every day is exciting. So how was yesterday for you? Not too bad. All right. Huh. <laughs> See how that works. Uh, no, I do have an update on my day yesterday, but we have to save it because we have a segment carved out for being a um, marathon runner. Um, I'll give you an update on my training. If you don't mind, the- let's just start with being as a runner, mm-hmm. and then we'll decide marathon down the road. Runner. Yeah. I know. Runner. I understand that. I'm trying goal. to decide if I want to do 100 marathons or 500 marathons. I'm trying to decide what's a reasonable <laughs> goal at my age. That means he's decided not to do any. It doesn't mean that at all. That's what it means. Wait till you hear about how my training is going. And Jensen, you're still training? I did not run yesterday, but oh. I, I ran the day before. Okay. That's how you want to do it, right? <laughs> I mean, one day put, on, one day off? You do that. Okay. That would be strong. You put it in a day. I mean, let's look at it that way. Yeah. One day. Uh, okay. If I, I mean, run, if I run today, it looks like a schedule. 
Right. If I don't okay. run today, I'm just correct. not running. Yeah. yeah correct. <laughs> hey, okay. I mean, look, I, I want to make this very clear, and I know we will talk about it later, and then I have a thing to get to. It's not a uh, it's not a competition. I'm not. <laughs> I thought I, you were going to say it's not a race. Right. No. <laughs> it technically a, is a race. <laughs> it is a race, but it's not a competition between you, me, and Beer Mug. Honestly, no. the point the point is whoever can finish wins. Yes. Essentially, it doesn't matter time or anything like that. No. That's not what we're going. But no, you're going to no, make no. Beer Mug carry you, right? That's a great idea. I love that. Right. Like a, like a backpack. Yep. That's a fantastic back ride. I'll have 20... a bunch of yeah. I have a bunch of baby Bjorns. <laughs> yeah. There stitch you go. them all together. Put you in one. All right. Speaking of health. I love this story. There are some celebrities who, as you know, should not be thin. They just, they look ridiculous thin. Uh, I think uh, Reverend Al comes to mind as a guy who just looks freaky now that he lost all the weight. Looked like a, looked like a regular guy back when he had the weight. Looks ridiculous as a thin person. Mm-hmm. You, you guys all agree, right? Yeah. The- yeah, but I'm not sure if it. If they started out as a thin person, you'd probably accept them fine. But you saw them earlier as right. a heavier person. No, that's not true because I don't think you, look, you don't look the same as a thin person. And then you gain a couple hundred pounds and then you lose that weight. I think your proportions get all out of whack. Okay. Like, you're, like saying, I mean, you're saying you see skinny people and you go, oh, that looks weird, even if you've never seen them fat. If they used to be fat and now they're thin. Well, you'd have to know that. Yes. And I think some of it has to do with the skin and just some of it has to do with the proportions get all whacked How out. long were they fat? I don't know. That's not the point. The point is <laughs> that Penn Jillette for, the weight? Penn Jillette for is it, me, is it in carbs no, or like genetics? Yeah. Is a guy who looks I thought looks How better. How they lose fat. the weight then? Right. Okay, that's what I'm was getting it to. Surgery? Okay. That's what I'm getting to. Okay. So Penn Jillette, who is a guy we adore, we've had on this program many times. We've seen the show in Las Vegas. He is a brilliant man. He's a, a great he's a hilarious man. He's one of the best magicians that ever lived. I don't think he looks good skinny. I don't know about you guys. How do you feel when you see Penn? I don't know that I've seen him skinny. Okay. Well, in, t- uh, in, tw- in 2014, he was six foot six, still is, and weighed 330 pounds. Wow, that's, that's shocking. That's yeah. sh- bigger than I thought he'd be. Yeah, yeah big dude. So same height as me outweighed me by about 120 pounds, all right? So he was, as you can imagine, in trouble walking upstairs. He got winded speaking full sentences. He had been hospitalized for high blood pressure. He had a, a heart blockage of 90%. He was on six different medications, and he had a real come-to-Jesus meeting with his doctor who said, look, you are going to die unless you get serious about this. You're out of control. I advise you to get your stomach stapled and lose about 100 pounds. That's what you need to do. For whatever reason, Penn did not want to do that. Huh. So he instead decided to do some internet research. (laughs) All right. That's the best. Didn't want to do surgery, but he did some internet research and he came up with something that he thought would work for him. All right. So here's what he has to say about it. And by the way, this is uh, four four years later now since he since he did lose the weight and the weight is still off. Wow. Okay. He's 65 years old. He was recently interviewed by the Los Angeles Times and says this. My first tip is if you take health advice from a Las Vegas magician, you're an idiot. (laughs) That said, my advice is, and this is where he goes counter to the way most of us think. My advice is make it hard. Easy is your enemy. Don't believe those articles that say just cut down their portions by 20% or skip desserts or cut out sodas. That all seems logical, but that doesn't work for me. I want to lose a pound a day. I wanted to see the scale go like this, and he points straight down. So he went for a radical change in diet. Whole food, plant-based, hardcore vegan, vegetables, no processed food, no sugar. And here's the part that really got my attention. He limits his eating to just one hour a day. What? He is always fasting for 23 hours of every day. Whoa. 
That that's sounds... not even inter. What is it? Intermittent, intermittent fasting. fasting? No. That's yes. like that's so extreme. Yes, he says that uh, intermittent fasting, too few calories, was the norm for all. He calls it intermittent. Was the norm for all of history until recently. Now, in this short blip of time, we all have too many calories, and it overwhelms us, clogs our arteries, fogs our brains. So he. That's what he does now. He kind of goes back to caveman days, he says. He says, I started writing at twice the speed. We got much more material at Penn & Teller. Everything went better. I can walk the stairs. Uh, And by the way, he also qualifies vegan. He said, vegan doesn't even cover it. Oreos are vegan. You got to cut out all processed foods, throw out the pasta, throw out the bread. He eats a huge amount of salad, steamed vegetables, and brown rice. Yes, it was hard. You feel strange and different. It took three years to not want a chocolate shake or a cheeseburger. But he says it works for him, and he's just sharing it with people who care. I don't think that most of us could not eat for 23 hours a day. No, that takes discipline that I do not have. And by the way, that one hour isn't like he's going to a buffet. That one hour is still eating brown rice and steamed vegetables. Yeah. He says, I don't respect moderation. In my whole life, I've always (laughs) thought the easy way is not fun. So the way I lost weight made me proud proud because it was hardcore. So there you go, uh, Muggs or whoever happens to be listening. A (laughs) hundred pounds, you guys. That's amazing. He's kept it off all these years later. And I guess part of the reason I brought it up is, A, he looks ridiculous thin. But, B, we've heard about a million different diet plans. I've never heard of this one before. This I've never brand heard of new this. To no. Like, yeah. intermittent, I get. It's like 16 mm. hours off, eight on, something like that. Isn't this like just that, a mixture of three or four other things? Yeah. I mean, sort of. this is, I, uh, it sort of furthers being in my thought that jail sounds okay. Right. Because okay. an hour a day, that's uh-huh. kind of what you're out of your cell. You could eat what you want and then uh-huh. go back in. Go back in. three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. also seems extreme. Well. A little. Well, apparently you don't want to lose the weight, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Not, like you're not, com- not like you're that. Not like that, no. Being and I are motivated. I'd, well. I'd want to see his his levels, like his cholesterol level, his heart rate, everything. I, just, I feel like just eating an hour a day, how does that sustain you for the other mm-hmm. 23? Not healthy. I feel yeah, like, like his blood pressure in, would be all out of whack. Yeah, you feel like your body would need something from you. Yeah. And, huh. and I also have this question. And then we'll move on. And that is, how do you stop from losing weight? Because this, to me, sounds like you're on a, a program that is going to, you're going to starve eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're losing a pound a day. At some point, right. you, you need to stop that when you get to your goal weight. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it doesn't address what he's doing there. It makes it sound like he's still doing the same thing he was doing. It's not realistic. It's just not realistic. Agreed. Okay. The book is called Presto, How I Made Over 100 Pounds Disappear and Other Magical Tales, if you want to check it out from Pendulette. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? You're desperate. You're sad. You're losers. <laughs> Bean is a runner. I so we're going to find out. Marathon runner. About 20 minutes. Well, right. I mean, you haven't run a marathon yet, so you're uh, a runner. Yeah, but I... You're I a mean, runner. I'm, technically, I'm a euchre, too, but I can't play the ukulele. I identify I'm an as astronaut a astronaut then too. I just have well, but I identify it. as a euchre and a marathoner. I see. And uh, I'll sue you if you don't accept that. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know the Impossible Burgers. I do. Created by demons to mm. kill all of us. Oh, no. mm-hmm. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know until yesterday that if you eat an Impossible Burger, you spit in the face of God. Shocking! Wow. Um, MTV has a another award show called the uh, Movie and TV Awards, and Beer Mug was on the red carpet. Oh. And uh, he got some interviews. I bet he talked to The Rock. The Rock was the big honoree of the night. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still have to go through a few more, but I didn't didn't hear The Rock at first listen. Probably got Zachary Levi, the host. I'm sure it's the host, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure that's there as well. Sure. Okay. Because why would he go otherwise? Right. Uh, Why are you following O.J. Simpson on Twitter? 
Seriously, people. There's a, there's a, that's a weird subset of people who just are fascinated with him for some reason. So we're going to talk about that coming up this morning. And comedian Jonah Ray will join us in studio. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. The running landscape in the United States is about to change, you guys. Mm-hmm. Because Bean is a runner. Oh, I'm a, I'm, a runner. I'm the modern uh, run force run. Yeah, we have pre-Fontaine and now post-Fontaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> look, look, look. What, what What's the old uh, Chinese expression about the longest journey begins with a simple step? Right. Okay? Just a single step, I mm-hmm. guess, is what it actually says. Not a simple step. So... This at Weenie Roast, we started talking about how fun it would be for all of us on the show, including you, Fitzy, including you, Pippa, or whatever your name is, to, to run a marathon. <laughs> Fitzy's out. Yeah, Fitzy's already out. Yeah, because so is Wizza or Wizza's Pippa. Out too. I don't we remember are. my name. Listen, the goon is still in. That's all that matters. <laughs> okay, Gunt okay. Is in. So surprisingly, I got some support from the Goot and also from Beer Mug, and who also still needs a new name, I guess. Um, so I started thinking very seriously about this, and again. The the setup for this is that I, just like with my tattoo, by the way, it's not like something I dreamed about my whole life and now I'm finally going to do it. I'm finally committed to doing it. It was a whim, mm-hmm. you guys. It was just, it came out of nowhere. It was wild. You just but, out of nowhere said, I, I, I want to run a marathon. Right. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, not that I look forward to running a marathon, but how great would it be to be a guy who has run a marathon? How the, fantastic is the, that to say, oh yeah, I did right. that. You're doing it for the resume. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And the Graham, obviously. Sure. (laughs) Right. So I started thinking about it. I thought, well, I've never run before. So if I'm going to run a marathon, I guess I need to get started at some point. So Sunday, well, first of all, I did a bunch of research on the internet because there's a million sites and pages and books and advice. Well, then you're done. That's it. Run the marathon. (laughs) There's There's so much advice out there on how to run a marathon. And one of the things that I realized I needed on Sunday was I needed a decent pair of shoes. Because, as you know, I'm most of the time, 100% of the time, I'm either wearing leather shoes or I'm wearing uh, Converse Mm All-Stars. And I understand you can't run and call Converse All-Stars, right? They have no support at all. Too flat. Right. So I dug into storage and I found a couple of boxes with new tennis shoes in them, including a pair of Adidas that looked pretty decent. Put them on. I'm ready to go. (laughs) So Sunday, ladies and gentlemen... I left the house Mm -hmm. in these shoes. Can I guess? And I ran. Can I guess? I I ran so far away. (laughs) Yes, you can guess. Uh, Step, step. (laughs) Oh, no. But two steps? Yes, you got got two two steps in. Two in, yeah. Sounds like more than Allie was expecting. (laughs) Um, How far do you think I ran? I'm going to say a quarter of a mile. Quarter of a mile. All right, there and back. Now we're talking about the whole distance from the time I left my house to the time I got back. How is far it, did I? Is run? it cheating to ask what what you consider a run? Because I'm I'm trying to figure out if you if you're running or you're doing like a brisk jog or a sprint. Um, I can answer that. He's not sprinting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, okay. I'm definitely not sprinting. Um, I didn't want to look. You don't want to pull a hammy or something, right? right you, right. you don't want to overdo it the first time. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to get hurt out of the gate. Okay. So I jogged. Mm-hmm. And there may be, may have been some walking That's involved. That's okay, yeah. All also, right, A little bit of walking, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say you did a mile, bud. I did two. Listen to them. Ladies two and gentlemen. Feet. Miles. Two <laughs> miles. Okay. Two miles. All right. I did two miles, and I will tell you. I'm a little shocked by that. Me that too. it felt good. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I liked it. 
Wow. Although I developed an enormous blister on the back of my right foot. And there it is. Uh, <laughs> enormous how, blister. Were you there wearing it a is. tiny sock? Were you wearing a, what, what kind of sock were you wearing? A regular athletic sock, sweat oh, sock. That's yeah. the wrong shoe for you, bud. Oh, what does that mean? It's rubbing up against uh, your, you, you need to get something that's better. Like, we'll talk about it off air because it's kind of boring. But basically mm-hmm. where it sits on the back of your foot, it just, you need to figure out where it's most comfortable. But but uh, because my my foot is not used to being calloused or anything like that, isn't it? Can I put a bandage on that and uh, or a Band-Aid on that and it'll rough up? It'll, yeah. It'll callous up and Band-Aid's then it'll be fine. Okay. But also, I mean, long term, you might just want to get a, you know, a shoe that sits in a better place for you. Okay. Yeah. So two miles, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Had mm-hmm. a hot fudge Sunday. And then I... Wait, sorry, what? I said I ran two miles right. and then the next day... I started. I thought. You well, said hot fudge Sunday. I heard. Hot I didn't. Fudge I Sunday. never said anything I like you. that. No, I, I heard never. You said you thought you did. Those words didn't come out of my mouth. I've never even heard of a hot fudge. I don't even know what a hot fudge Sunday is. Mm-hmm. So then yesterday comes around and I go, all right. What's again? I don't have a coach. All I know is what's on the internet. What's my training regimen here? Mm-hmm. And I had a very busy day yesterday with a lot of errands and a lot of running around. And the last thing I had to do was go to the market and pick up a bunch of stuff for me and for Linus. And. I bought a big ass burrito. <laughs> yes, good. And I got back and I thought, I should have this big ass burrito. But then I thought, but then I'm going to feel terrible. I'm not going to want to run. I should run first. Oh. And then I should have the big ass burrito. Ooh, this is nice. Oh, dedication. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's like the carrot on a stick, except it's way better than a carrot because it's a big ass burrito. Mm-hmm. So I put it up there on uh, on Twitter that I was thinking about running because I ran yesterday, but I also have this big ass burrito. And I don't know what's going on with our listeners. They are not supportive because 100% of people say, I mean, they know go, you. Go for the burrito. They do know you. Well, I don't think that's people not being supportive. It's people that dig burritos. Yeah. I yeah. love burritos. I would have chosen burrito. Burrito over anything, yes. pretty much. Yeah. Burrito was looking real good, man. It was Did you run or burrito? It was collimated. Um, and then I, I, I sat there and I, I, I pondered it and I thought about it. And I thought, man, should I run two days in a row? And then I thought, that could be dangerous. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have a coach. <laughs> You run that second day, you could break a leg or something. Sure. I mean, I right. It's common. You know, I don't want to say an Anita situation here where I have to be put down because <laughs> yeah. I've overexerted You're myself. You're basically Kevin Durant. <laughs> At this point, yeah. yes. I mean, I ran two miles on Sunday. If I try to run another two miles on Monday, I'm just asking my body to break down mm-hmm. as far as I see it. Sure. Anyway, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I do have WebMD, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I had the burrito. I, I, I decided to have yes. the burrito instead. All right. That's and, the dedication we're looking for. And I also felt good about that choice. So, so far in two days, I have run one time mm-hmm. for two miles. And now I just got to face today. I got to face now. Do I need another day off to recover from the burrito, or am I back to running now? Because I feel like this pace is blistering I mean, at this point. How no big was the burrito? It's a pretty good sized burrito. I don't think you need a full day to I don't recover. Mm-hmm. You think I'm just looking for excuses? Yeah. yeah. You think I'm safe to run today? I just think we're safe to run today. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am shocked and impressed I that you too. did two miles. Yeah. Really? Yes. It didn't seem hard. But oh. but I will say this: when you get a blister, it can really get bad. So you need to take care True. of that. It can be really, yes. really take care of that. How yeah, was the, how, how the sweat? Being, did you get a good sweat going? Minimal, minimal because it was sixty-one degrees or something. Mm-hmm. You know, which was very comfortable. Felt good. I mean, I, I felt a, a tiny bit sticky, but no, not bad at all. Gross. That had nothing to do with the running either. All right. <laughs> <sighs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, it's time for some Muggs magic. Muggs, tell us what event you were at. I was at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. 
And those are a thing that are still on cable television? That's a new thing? Yes, yes, they they still exist. Much like MTV as a network still exists. Hmm. Do, Do they still have the Best Kiss Award? I don't know. I haven't watched that thing in a while, but I yeah, they do. They <laughs> yeah, do. The best case. They have it. So Muggs, uh, first of all, sets up that he's where he is and what he's doing. Hi, it's Beer Mug, and I'm at the MTV Movie and TV Awards at the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica. <laughs> okay, so it's going to be that kind of day. Yep, it was about a little goofy. 80 degrees, clear skies, right at the beach, babe. Babe, what? Say the babe? Mo- and the yeah. molly just kicked in. <laughs> the molly <laughs> just kicked in. Did you mean to say right at the beach, babe? Yeah. And okay. I said may, and I don't know why. All right. Excellent. Uh, first guess. Uh, you guys, uh, Jensen Carp is about to be very, very jealous right now because I have WWE Universal Champion, Mr. Seth Rollins, and Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, right here at the MTV Whoa. Movie and TV Awards. That's a get. How about wow. that? That's a get. Whoa. How about that? Which the man. By the way, nominated for... Uh, I guess villain or something oh, like, okay. like Doesn't hero, matter. like action. Point is, this is a get. This right? is a get. get. They're These dating. This is a this is a story that they, they. I think this was probably their first red carpet together. Yeah. Wow. Where do you Nuts. think he's going to go with this first question? Now that he's in, he's told everybody who they are. Mm-hmm. He's standing in front of them. Uh-huh. What's his first question? Mm. Uh, I mean, probably like, what do you guys feel like being champs? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, how does it feel to be in an award show? Yes. Could I be a pro wrestler? Oh, good. That's good. It's a good guess. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, first of all, Becky, can I touch your belt? <laughs> okay. It's a choice. Oh, my God. Right there. Oh, I felt the power right there. <laughs> who, who saw that coming? <laughs> Uh, what okay. I love about this interview so far, and it's uh, it's a, it's a through line in many of Muggs' interviews. We don't really know if those people are there. In front no, of no, 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 no idea. He doesn't give them the opportunity to talk. Honestly, much. the last time we talked to him, he was interviewing Gumby. So this is truly a step up if real. I felt the power. You guys are you're going to be at Staples Center on Monday night. What can fans, without giving too much away, what can can we expect? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> well, you started so strong. Now, I just want to say that I didn't edit that. So what? How do you happened? go from what's gonna? What can we expect that people may not? Nothing. How do you say? Where does nothing come out of? Stroke. Did they leave? Did they walk yeah, did away? They walk away. No, they were still there. Oh, yeah. Then hold well, on look, a second. Being, that question having, makes no sense. You're having to take his word for it, though. By we don't way, even know that they're there. It sounded so fresh up top because he had that research. You're going to be yeah. at Staples Monday. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And then it just it just fell into the wayside. Yeah. yeah. At Staples Center on Monday night, what can fans, without giving too much away, what can, can we expect? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> you know, much much like these red carpets often do, they they sit me in the sun for about two hours. Uh-huh. Right. So then, you know, the hunger starts setting yeah. in. Sure. Oh, and the excuses begin. Yeah. Sure. I see what's happening. I mean, um, you, you were being asked to finish the sentence, and that's a lot. It's hard. <laughs> Words are hard, man. So this is the MTV Movie and TV Award Show. Mm-hmm. So he did get maybe the biggest cast in TV, which is the cast of Real World Atlanta. Oh. oh. Yeah. How are you guys liking the city? It's amazing. It's so beautiful. Um, on the real, when you guys join a show like this, obviously there's going to be drama, but how how much of it do you guys want to avoid and how much do you guys want to, like, you know, really get into the passion of it all? That makes any sense? No. <laughs> it makes no sense. No. no. They literally just say, yeah, you know what? Those words no. don't put in that order. Don't understand. But the cast of Real World is questioning your intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to get into the passion of it all, you guys. <laughs> all I right. Guess. Muggs, who did you uh, see from um, um, RuPaul's Drag Race? I believe it was Katya and I forgot the other 
I don't know them, so name. I have Tat- Tatoa and Trixie. Oh, oh, but I don't know who that is, so I was hoping you could. Katya and Trixie, yes. That's, okay. Trixie's from... a fan. Trixie Mattel is very mm-hmm. famous. Yes, drag queen, she's yeah. a big drag queen. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you, you look beautiful, both of you. And um, I do this for all the celebrities and famous people I meet. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, no. He does this for all the celebrities and famous people he meets. Can I touch okay. your belt? Can I touch your belt? <laughs> yes. You know, localized on what you guys are known for, and it being RuPaul, I need to sing some RuPaul for you. Oh, All right. no. Oh, yeah. You better work. Cover girl. Work it, girl. Rule the world. <laughs> I think that's all I know. Okay, Honestly, pretty RuPaul, good. that could be all he knows. Yeah. How about that? There you go. That was wonderful. On his participation. That was right? good. Very nice. They were great. I can't they believe great. that worked. Now they're still standing in front of him, and um, he just has a question for them about who they met. Have you guys ever met Eddie Izzard? <laughs> no. The guy's got to do that. He's, a, he's the man. Is he here? I don't think he's here, but you guys... Why is that relevant? Great question. (laughs) Here we go. Why is that relevant? Uh Uh-oh, someone's not woke. (laughs) All drag queens don't know all drag queens. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great follow-up. I mean... All right, Chanel West Coast. Explain to people who that is. Chanel West Coast... Maybe the biggest star. ...was introduced to us uh, through Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory. She was the receptionist who Mm. then broke out into rap superstardom. Mm. Slow down. Oh, take it easy. The rap world, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how he has this with him. Probably on his phone, but... Chanel, you and I, right now, I have found out something very, very awe-inspiring. We have a lot in common. What? Because much like you, I am a white guy... Well... What? You're a white lady. I'm a white guy. <laughs> and people don't take my character very serious on the radio station I work with. And I spit hot fire. Okay. Is it okay if I play play for you my uh, little uh, rap that I did? I would love to hear and uh, my name is Beer Mug, so I had to take the name Muggos. <laughs> so that's that's my rap name. And, and here it is. Tell me what you think. Here, here's a little bit. All right. So now we, we're a minute in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all set up that uh-huh. Muggs is going to play her something that he did that has sure. nothing to do with her or the right. TV show. Correct. Okay. Uh, how did you have it with you? Is that on your phone? Yeah. I have, I, come on, Kevin. I right. need to be yeah, ready like at a, all times, like man. like a business card. Yeah. This is my new song called Mumble Rap. <laughs> I'm about to get it. I got a bottle of Coke. You got a bottle of Coke. Drink it. Roscoe's are not a joke. Got allergies up in my nose. Sneezing. Pass me the weed and I'll toke. Coffee. Tail all of my smoke. Breathing. Rolling around on the float. Dying. Call it murder, she wrote. Angela. Oh. Fire, right? Fire. Fire. So if you ever need like, like it'd be like a future song or something. Right. You know? <laughs> if you ever need anybody like like a hype man on stage, yeah. I, I, mm. People don't take me seriously, but I do know how to write rap. <laughs> yes, if I need a hype man, you're gonna be the first person I hit up. She's laughing at you. She's Come very on, nice. Man. I mean, she's, it's being yeah, she's being sweet. Yeah, very polite. Then yes. you interview the uh, powerhouse that is Justina Valentine. Yes. Where is Sandra Bullock? Where is Robert Downey Jr.? I'm looking at all Look, these people. Dude, who be so- patient. Be patient. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So this is Justina Valentine. I came out with a song. Okay. It's it's a little bit of Migos style, a little future oh, no. style. Stop. I'd never tell you for a Migos style type of... Can I play it for you? Absolutely. All right, here oh, it is. God, no. Does it again. Can't stop. Does he do it again? Yes, he does. What's up, man? It's Beer Muggos. Muggos. They're not there to meet you. He's talking over the art, Steve. Sorry. You got a bottle of Coke. He's just playing his demo. Long, long clips, too. Yeah. yeah. It's not giving him just a taste. Okay. You like it? You like it? You like that? I got a pile of Coke. Sniff it. I got a bottle of Coke. Drink it. Yeah. Rhyme skills are not a joke. 
Got allergies up in my nose. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Clarity. Right. Clarity. So, um, I heard you flowing over there. I'm not much of a on-the-spot, like, yeah. freestyler, but I could write a hell of a bait. I could write a hell of a rap. Out of a verse? Write the hell out of it. Okay. Pen on fire. Yeah. I can write the hell out of it. I'll tell you that right now. So, if you ever want to hook up in the future. Oh, my like God. Or, like, work on something. Okay, so. <laughs> like, what did she say? Like, if, hits or work on something. I thought she oh. said kiss. Oh, she did say kiss. kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought I misheard it. I'm sorry. You were there. I know. It's been a long. It's been a long week so what far. The hell? It's only Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> if you ever want to hook up in the future, like kiss or like work on something. Both. Very forward. Very forward. <laughs> Putting it all on the table. I see. Oh, I love her. Christina, you're awesome. All right, so we got those interviews. Yeah. So Muggs was there to do interviews for the show or to get a record deal and a girlfriend. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. And then this is his uh, final wrap-up as he tells everybody exactly what he did, who he talked to, how much fun he had. Love you. Peace. That's it. Quite quite a wrap-up. That's it. Great wrap-up. Great interviews. Got all the all the A-listers. Big stars. He still got it. He still got it. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Allie, what's happening? What's going on? Well, we were talking about that uh, bracelet from Amazon that you could essentially shock people that are doing things that are bad habits from eating to uh, pulling out their hair, fingernail stuff, you know. Fingernail stuff. Uh, Edwin mentioned that it would be great if maybe the listeners were able to shock them. So he said we all should get one. No, And then when any of us are doing anything that Mm. the listeners deem uh, not great. But isn't that everything? We'd be dead. Yeah. We would be dead, <laughs> Edwin, no, is what trust, I'm saying. I trust Twitter users with names like Pepperoni Playboy. Oh, <laughs> we love Pepperoni Playboy. <laughs> but there's going to be somebody who, like, hates puns, for instance. Right. And it's just like, you just wouldn't be able to do that anymore without getting seriously hurt. I'd be fine. See, now you're into it because you hate puns. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Also, don't like hearing about Dave Mustaine yesterday. Heavy metal legend revealed that he has throat cancer, and that's forcing Megadeth to scrap most of their remaining shows this year. It's clearly something to be respected and faced head on, he said, but I've faced obstacles before. I'm working closely with my doctors. We've mapped out a treatment plan, which they feel has a 90% success rate, and treatment has already begun. And he talks about how they're going to have to cancel most of the shows this year. However, October's mega cruise... That's five days on a cruise ship from L.A. to Mexico with anthrax, testament, and suicidal tendencies. 
That's going to go on All right. with his band as a part in it in some form. So okay. if you are going on the mega cruise, don't worry. You will still see them in some respect. Well, fingers crossed for Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, he survived getting kicked out of Metallica and is still alive. I'm sure he can beat cancer. Yeah, they're they're someone, different. Someone want to shock him real quick or no? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that was I'm just saying that was a tough hurdle to get over. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people think like losing a job is a lot like cancer. But Metallica, though, imagine you used to be in Metallica, then you get kicked out, and then you you look at what they became. Right. That's yeah. that. That'd be tough. That'd be a tough way to go, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna just keep it a bean. Go out on a limb here and say we we get it. We get it. <laughs> okay. All right. I the felt reference? like there was some, no? some doubt. Okay. No. So Bonnaroo happened over the weekend, and a lot of uh, different wardrobe choices were questioned. What's going on? Well, (laughs) Cardi B didn't let a little wardrobe malfunction stop her performance. She ripped the backside of her multicolored beaded jumpsuit, and she informed the audience, "Uh, I'm going to go handle this real quick. Then she came back, just wearing a (laughs) bathrobe. No, no. Came back, just wearing a bathrobe. That she wore for the rest of the set. And she it said... It was hilarious. We're going to keep it moving, baby. We're going to keep it sexy. Because if <laughs> I have learned anything, bathrobes are super sexy. Agreed. <laughs> and it was a big old it, hotel bathrobe. Yes. It was like one of those ones that you wear when you're like, uh, you're not getting any tonight. That's funny. You know this, right? Because I'm wearing this bathrobe. It's your no sex bathrobe. Right. Ladies, we all have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being just a, twenty four seven. I know about that. Yeah. However, Post Malone had quite the outfit. Did you see it? I didn't. Mm-mm. Well, it had a uh, little black and white pictures of a very beloved woman oh. all over, head to toe. I did hear about this. This is a surprise. It's a surprise. But if you guys, if you guys think about who is just. So loved across genres. Just somebody that you're like, oh my God, everyone has something wonderful to say about this person. Can I guess? You can. Give it up for Limp Biscuit! Fred Durst all over. <laughs> no, no, it was not Limp Biscuit. Uh, can I guess? Sure. Steve. It was not Steve, but oh, do it's I love great Steve? Guess so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Always there when you want him to hit it. Was it, um, I'll say Jerry Garcia? Nope, not Jerry mm-hmm. Garcia, but very loved. Absolutely. Was it, uh, Willie Tanner? No, no, not even sure who that is. Mother <laughs> Farley. It was not Chris Farley. Oh, I got, I do have mm-hmm. one real, this yeah. is a real one. Kaiser Permanente. It was not. That's not actually a hospital. Not really a oh, person. Oh, it was a name. Yeah, yeah. The hospital's named after a person, though. Named Kaiser. Sure. Permanente. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <gasps> Bill Hader. No, ma'am. However, I would like a outfit with just Bill Hader's face all over it. All right. I think I got it. Okay. Is it Dick? <laughs> that is a great guess. I like that outfit as well. Yep. Nope, uh, it, got, is, I, it is nope. not Dick. Okay, don't answer because I, I, I'm on to it. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein. Nope, hmm. not. It's a beloved person that people across genres just could love. It, okay, uh-huh. could, it, could it be more than one person? Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine, <laughs> and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, someone that um, that's got what you need. Though. Oh, I got it then. Yeah, what you need? Uh, Pikachu. <laughs> no, it's, it's Pikachu. First of all, sir. Sure. I have one. Okay. Arnold Braunschweiger. 
No, sir. It's I don't even Arnold Braunschweig. No, I don't even know who that is. You want me to just to, just to tell you? Well, let me get one more try. One more. Okay. The Prime Minister, the Right Honourable Winston Churchill. No, I don't think he's beloved across <laughs> I all feel genres. Like we're narrowing in on it, though. I feel uh, like we're do? just about to get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then here, Joe Moss. I don't know who Joe Moss is. <laughs> who is Joe Moss? Who's Joe Moss. It's just a, a name I found. A dude. <laughs> so dumb. Okay, but you do know who. Yeah. Supersized model Monica. You know who that no, is, right? No, it's no. Mm. No. Salim Abu Aziz. Uh-uh. Joanna Man? Yes, it is Joanna Man. It is Joanna Man. Yes. How about that? James. Finally got to it. Hugh James. No. I'm Cy Sproling, president of Hair Club for Men. That would be quite a look. No. George Wilbur? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Don't even know who George Wilbur is. I'm Professor all... What's is nuts. Not <laughs> Professor What's is nuts. Now you guys aren't even trying. Debbie? Debbie. It's just, <laughs> just Debbie. Debbie. I'm all about regular names. Love it. <laughs> is it Jeff? Krim. No. Uh-uh. I'm with Braunschweiger. Listen, we, <laughs> we've already heard from that guy. Von Mila. Okay, it's Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly Parton, oh, guys. That was my next one up. It's Dolly Parton. Okay. It's just a whole outfit with Dolly's face all over it. That's cool. She got word of it and wrote, love the outfit from head to toe, Post Malone, <laughs> followed by a winky emoji. Oh, it's oh. on. Parton knows who Post Malone is. That's a weird world we live in. Yeah, I feel like she, social media manager does. She knows everything. She she's, seems to. Yeah, she's amazing. I love everything about her. Thank you. <laughs> Some birthdays for you: Blake Shelton, Richard Madden, Josh Dunn, and I don't know the guy that created many bops. None quite as good as this. One day, it's a fun day, and it's happening. I mean, unquestionably his greatest uh, work ever. Yes. It's a fun day. Great lyrics. And it's happening all around the world. Really tough to find anything yeah. wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Suck it, hey Jude. Right? Yeah. Happy birthday, Sir Paul McCartney. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Guys, I um I think I made a mistake. What's up? Mm. No. I have recently fallen in love with Beyond Burgers. Because, you know, I don't eat the cows and haven't for almost 30 years now. And uh, the Impossible Burgers are good. Mm -hmm. The Beyond Burgers are effing amazing. And I can't stop eating them. I love them so much. I had not had anything that tasted like meat in years in my mouth. And now the Beyond Burgers are out. I'm enjoying hamburgers all the time. And they're great. Well, here's the mistake mistake I made. I did not realize that I am going to be part of a new race of soulless creatures because I am eating plant-based meat alternatives. Mm. That is the word from a program called End Times. Rick Wiles is the minister's name. Yes, Allie? End Times. End Times. How am I not listening to something called End Times? End Times, I know. (laughs) Apparently, it's some sort of an organization, some sort of a... A group, a network that uh, deals with uh, you know the 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 coming um, uh, of the Lord. I guess. I, I, I mean, say. honestly, I think we all got that. Yeah. So <laughs> his name is Rick Wiles, and he is very upset by this this new trend of how popular Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat are. And he laid it out for us, and I think it's time for us to spread the word. Mm. When you go to your favorite fast food restaurant, you're going to be eating a fake hamburger. 
You're going to go to the grocery store and buy a pound of fake hamburger or a fake steak, and you won't know that it was grown in some big corporation's laboratory. Now, I don't know uh, where he thought we thought the product was coming from, <laughs> but I think it's not a surprise. It's They're not fooling you with it. They're not putting it into your food without your permission. I mean, when you order a fake burger, you're doing it on purpose because that's what you want. The and, way yeah. he's talking about it is he's talking about the devil. Uh, and, if he, yes. and if he thinks the lab is crazy for impossible and beyond, wait till he hears what he, they do to the cows. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be very, that's going to be very bad news for you. Yeah. I mean, don't we all accept that it's made in a, in a at a corporate laboratory, yeah, right? Of course. Yes, I mean, that's, that's how that's how food is made, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right, he returns. This is the nightmare world that they're taking us into. Now, who's the they in this Who is case? they? Is it the people making the fake, the fake meat? big meat. Oh, big meat. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is the nightmare world that they're taking us into. They're changing God's creation. Why? Because they want to be God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Oh, uh, what? I know that was a that was a leap for me too. They're changing God's creation because they are taking plants and figuring out a way to turn them into animal tasting, animal looking, something edible. Yeah, yeah. but aren't the plants also God's creation? And edible, think, <laughs> and edible. <laughs> and, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think the I don't think the plants mine. I think the plants are good with it, aren't they? Well, maybe. I would so. assume so. Okay, so okay, more. They want to do exactly what Lucifer did before the flood. It's why God destroyed it. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm no biblical scholar. Run that by me again, would you? Okay. I'm Again, I don't know anything about the Bible, but this statement. They want to do exactly what Lucifer did before the flood. It's why God destroyed it. Because we're taking plants and turning them into hamburgers, we're doing exactly what Satan did before God destroyed the earth with the flood with the flood help me with the connection here you guys uh, i'm not seeing it i think i don't get I, it i can't i really can't but i assume okay. this is a man, we're manip i mean listen to get into the mind of an idiot we're manipulating plants to be like beef in the same way men are trying to be women you know what i mean like i think he sees it as sort oh, of, sa- he sees it as the same thing yes i think he thinks we're going against god's work like god wants us to eat these god burgers. wants us to eat he doesn't cows. want us to eat plants Cows, right? But I mean, this isn't. They grow plant cows. Yeah, well, that's, that's crazy. I mean, you got to see what these cups are doing. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy snowflake world. But I mean, it's not like I mean, even look, I dis- I would disagree with him if he said this. But it's not even like we're cloning animals no. or anything like that. We're no. literally just taking a plant and figuring out a way to process it so that it tastes better. Yeah, that's all How we're is it doing. Possible for somebody to take this this line on this topic. I just, it doesn't I even make sense. It, it doesn't. Well, he, he's not done. Right. He said he regretted that he ever made mankind because they were destroying his creation. The Bible says God is coming back to destroy those who are destroying the earth. Okay. Now, help me out here. Mm. Isn't the production of livestock one of the major problems that we have in this world today in terms of not only the methane gas that you've heard about, but just how much uh, how much grazing needs to be done to keep those cows alive, the slaughterhouse practices. I mean, the impact that it has on the world. We, we would all be healthier and climate change would be reduced. What's climate if, change? Well, climate change is false. If we ate more plant-based diet, right? I mean, everybody knows and agrees with that. Am I wrong about that? Uh, no, you're right. No, you're well, right. But except the idea that this guy doesn't even believe climate change is a thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just, again, I don't get what he, where he's coming from here. So God is an environmentalist. Hmm. He takes this very seriously. He created this planet. He created the universe. Then why did he let Al Gore lose if God's really an environmentalist? <laughs> What's with the stupid electoral college? And he's watching these Luciferians destroy his planet, destroy the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. Again, we're not destroying the animal kingdom. I, we're, if, if, I was saying that. If anything, yes. he's saving the saving, animal kingdom. Saving the animal yes. kingdom. Yes, you're saving cows for plants, which we can grow. Mm-hmm. Change human DNA. Why? They want to change human DNA so that you can't be born again. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. See, well, now I knew, it all makes sense. I, I wish you led with that. I wish he was getting there. I yeah. wish he knew led it. with it. Yeah. Okay. How, how, wow. does, yeah. how does me eating a Beyond Burger change my DNA, and how does that affect me not being able to get born again? He's talking about spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. I yep. would hope. Like, yep. I can't accept Jesus into my heart if I eat an Impossible Burger. Correct. Well, mm-hmm. you've been taken over by the Luciferians that all are trying to change your DNA. I and d- then God's going to be all, woo, flood, no more. <laughs> More cows. I like the way you say it better. Yeah. <laughs> Allie, you should write your own version of the Bible, the New Testament <laughs> according you. to Allie. Thank I, you. You really do summarize it for me well. Mm-hmm. All right, so cha- we're changing DNA, I guess. That's where they're going with this, to change the, the DNA of humans so it will be impossible for a human to be born again. I just, I'm just trying to have a burger. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm just starving. I'm just trying to have Not a burger. Not fond of eating cows and <laughs> yeah. hungry. And hungry, right. It just seems like it's so, kind, of, kind of a win-win. They, they want to create a race of soulless creatures oh. on this planet. Okay, a race of soulless creatures, right. you guys. Okay. Sign me up to be soulless. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Yesterday was the 25th anniversary of the uh, Slow Speed Chase with O.J. Simpson of the White Ford Bronco with Al Cowlings. Mm-hmm. A couple days before that was the anniversary of the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. So this was an interesting weekend for O.J. Simpson to decide he was going to join social media. He uh, opened up a Twitter account, you guys. That was a shocker. Yep. We were all a little bit surprised, mm-hmm. and uh, here's what his uh, here's what his first message was on Twitter, and then we'll tell you why we're bringing it up. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. By the way, he never says his own name in any of his posts. He That's always calls odd. himself yours, yours truly. truly. Hmm. Huh. Isn't that weird? Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So, this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. Whoa. So God bless. <laughs> take care. Whoa. You do not ever want to hear him say you got a little getting even to do. No. Also, the casual way he dropped it in what? is yes. bone chilling. By the way, who are these people who have a fake O.J. Simpson account? Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your life, sir? <laughs> so, I haven't looked this morning. Can you look real quick, uh, Jensen or Allie, and see how many followers he has right now? But it really surprised me how many people went out of their way to click that follow button on a double murderer. 715,000. In like four days. Yeah. Almost three quarters of a million people. I have 43 followers in common with O.J. Simpson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Allie, you saw this. You were yeah. not You were not pleased with where humanity was headed. No, absolutely not. What possessed you to click that follow button? Or what possessed you to hit that retweet button? I, I, I'll tell you something I did. I retweeted it because I thought it was a deep fake. 
I genuinely oh, interesting. thought. I really did think it was a deep fake. OJ Simpson goes on Twitter yeah, and crazy. says he has to get even with yeah. people. That is a Black Mirror. It, if that was a Black Mirror episode, you'd be like, that's too much. That could easily be a deep fake. I, that's, that's interesting. That certainly wasn't why most people were interacting with the account, though. Most people believed it was OJ. I it, couldn't imagine. I would think. Don't you think there's just some curiosity as to what <clears throat> is he going to say? How is he going to say it? And don't you think most of those people will just move on? After two days or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be entertaining. Here's he, he's, I, he's also not going to trip up and admit to something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... But, Ali, didn't you feel like most of the people who interacted with the account, if you looked at the comments, were looking at it as an opportunity to tell him what an awful person he was? I honestly didn't look at the comments. Same. I, I didn't see anything. I blocked him right away. I don't, I don't even want him on my timeline. Yet people quote tweeting him like, oh, I'm going to dunk on OJ now. <laughs> You're bringing that toxicity to my timeline. Just by having him on there, I don't understand it. I don't get people and people that are like, oh, it's just, it's a dumpster fire and I just want to watch it. You're adding to that dumpster fire. You think so? Absolutely. You're you're rewarding it in some way because a follow for a person like that just emboldens them. Like, look at all these people that want to hear what I have to say. Whether you think it or not, you're helping this. Bill Cosby tweeted that that wasn't cool. And then, so I retweeted that. <laughs> Bill Cosby did tweet the also same day. tweeted on Sunday. He yeah. called himself America's dad, I believe. He yes, did. he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sunday was sure. a weird day for Twitter, by the way, which is which is already a company that is struggling with so much hate speech, and now you're putting Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson on it. But I'm going to tell you, the platform's open for anybody. I, I will admit to this: I would never follow O.J. Simpson. I knew that immediately. I was like, okay, now that I know it's real, I'm not going to follow O.J. Simpson. But it will be very difficult for me to not watch a video he posts, whether it's on CNN.com, which it'll make. Or any of those places, because at this point it is very, I it's a it's an unknown territory in which I am sh- scared to see where it goes. Meaning he's stepping possibly into it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I just think there's something very very odd about this one more than the Bill Cosby one because I his wife has been tweeting from that yeah. for a while. So in this case, it's just there is a person who we all know got away with murder. And is now saying he needs to get even with people via social media. Well, and a lot of people are taking advantage of access to OJ to be able to say the things they wish they could say to him to his face. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's about time you took a stab at social media. Boom! I'm I'm pretty sure you will fit in like a glove. Boom! Hey, OJ, big fan. I'm in need of a pair of gloves. What's your favorite place to purchase them from? Pow! (laughs) (laughs) You got him. You got a murderer. Uh, so, I mean, is there is there anything in that, in, in the public shaming alley of people being able to tell O.J., hey, all is not forgiven, we still hate you, you're still awful? I mean, if that if that's what, what gets you off, sure. I'm going to publicly shame a double murderer. Mm-hmm. No, just uh, why? Why even interact? Why even do the engagement? All right, 1-800-520-1067. If you follow him... Or Bill Cosby or anybody else that just is socially unredeemable. Because I do remember there was a time, I think before he ran for president, that I followed Donald Trump. And then at a certain point... Yeah, there was a while. I was like, I don't want to have... But I still know all his tweets because of the news. Yes. Well, because it's it's hard. It makes news when it comes from the president. Yeah. All right. Let me throw this out there. I'm not sure if this analogy totally works, but while we wait for some calls to come in, 1-800-520-1067. 
Engaging in OJ, acknowledging OJ, dismissing OJ, criticizing him, isn't it kind of like, Ali, if if there were a Nazi rally in town, I can see the argument, ignore them. Don't give them the publicity. Don't in- interact with them. Leave them alone. Just let them do their thing and, and they'll evaporate because they won't be causing any, you know, they won't be causing a stir. Or you can be the guy who says, I'm not going to allow that. I need to be involved in this. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to counter protest because what they're doing is evil and awful and wrong. And they need to know that the world is not okay with it and what they're doing. Isn't it sort of like that? No. These people You're- aren't counter protesting OJ. They're clicking a follow button because <laughs> this, is, this is cool. I can't <laughs> wait to see what he says. What? No, but I think not. a lot of, but I really do think a lot of people are doing it because they hate him. They're not doing it because they support him or they okay. want him to be more popular. Who I does that serve? You're saying that that a follow is like a it's currency. Is that yes? What, yeah, okay. Yes, and who does that serve? If you're following someone because you hate them, mm-hmm. that's destroying your spirit. Like you are not serving anyone with a hate follower. But I think what or anything you're hoping like that. is that OJ will read this guy. Hey, can I get your opinion on how you got away with murdering your wife? And it will let him for another second realize that oh, we all know he okay. did. Okay, yeah, you're trying to uh, strike some empathy within a sociopath. Oh, that makes sense. Technically, no. when you say it that way. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, someone's going to get through to him with a pow joke about gloves? No. You're just doing it because you think, oh, look at me. I'm going to own O.J. Simpson. No, you're not going to own O.J. Simpson. The guy got away with a double murder. He owns all of you. Also, I, well, that's a weird uh, statement yeah, to say. It is. But I, I, do th- I have read many theories that O.J. Simpson believes he's innocent. Like he, oh, like you he's convinced himself. Oh, I think like he he's has, convinced yeah. himself it. So even if he's reading those things, I don't know if he's being like, you know, I got. He's going to say haters going to hate. That's right. what he's going to say because that's a good catch-all for anyone that doesn't agree with him, which mm-hmm. is absurd. I mean, he is a sociopath, and he probably does believe he didn't do it. He probably believes his own BS. But right. I think people feel a little bit better if they have the opportunity to let OJ know that we know he's lying and we know he didn't get away with so it. So Bean follows OJ. That's what I we do know. not. Yeah, Bean, I do not follow OJ. Oh. I, I, and I would not write to OJ, but I, I totally get where Ali is coming from. But that's why I think this is an interesting conversation to have. So if you're following OJ, if you're one of these 715,000 people who is following the, following the OJ Simpson account, or you're following Bill Cosby, or you're following somebody else who's socially and morally uh, reprehensible. Like Michael we, Rappaport. Like, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> Be, I mean, Listen. Beerbug, for, for instance. Beerbug, right. Agreed. You know? Sort of that, the same. That's what we're looking for. What makes you, or if you have a theory on why other people would want these people in their timeline, we want to hear from you. 1-800-520-1067. Your call's next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, listen, we're going to do our best to not be judgmental. Mm-hmm. But you guys are pieces of dirt if you... Wow. I, <laughs> wow. I don't know that Is I, I agree with saying? that. No, I thought it's not. not. Come on now. <laughs> I'm interested to hear the thought process. Right, that's what Look, I meant. You make a decision with every time you hit the that's follow button <laughs> on social media. You make a decision as to if this person is worth your time. And I'm curious that the, as to the people who are following O.J. Simpson, like our man Grayson from Anaheim, who joins us now on line 10. Hey, Grayson. Hey, guys. Um, so I've been listening for the last 10 years, and first-time caller, um, being called a piece of dirt for the first time. It's based on making all my dreams come true, so thank you for that. Sorry, Grayson, you're welcome. welcome. That was just a joke, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I, no, I totally get it. Okay. I really love the show. Anyway, um, much like, and I'm going to try to cite Bean as best I could, um, much like when he started Twitter, he just followed people because he likes to stay current. And tw- I know yesterday was a 25-year anniversary, but everything he still does is pop culture. I mean... Him talking about getting even. I mean, within an hour of him being in that account, Andrew Siciliano tweeted it out, and he, you know, he usually gets everything right. It's just fascinating to follow him. I, mm-hmm. I can't help myself. So it's you terrible. just, you just, you, you're not an OJ fan or supporter, but you just feel like it's worth knowing what he's doing and what's going on in his world. Absolutely, I'm kidding. I, he's mo- one of the most reprehensible people in the world. Like every, the fact that he managed to get off, that's a whole other issue. But yeah, he's. I just can't help it. He's probably going to do something again. I mean, look at the Vegas thing a few years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, the whole deal 25 years ago. I mean, it just feels like something that I have to know about once it happens. I'm but, but why are you not following Bill Cosby? Because what about all the rapes? It's Unfortunately, that logic could easily be used for that. And it's it doesn't make any sense. Following OJ doesn't make sense. The fact that I don't also follow Bill Cosby doesn't make sense. It's just mm-hmm. something that I think. I guess he that's has where I draw limits. the line. That's where he draws sure. the line. Of course. Rapist, bad. Murderers, okay. Yeah. I'm in <laughs> a couple, okay. <laughs> I will say, though, the, uh, there's, a, oh, Hello? there's a small yeah. point um, with that we pop-culturalized mm-hmm. the O.J. murders. We did. There were, like, mm-hmm. let the juice loose shirts. Right. There were, like, pogs with his face on them. Right. Free O.J. everywhere. Free and we have not done that with Bill Cosby. So when mm-hmm. you... There is a still... Weirdly, and there's no reason for it, there is still a sense of humor with the O.J. murders. Yeah. I mm. think the Grayson. Goldmans and... They don't agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. They disagree. Yeah. But I'm yeah. telling you, as a culture, pop-culturally, there has been jokes about the O.J. Simpson murder for a long... I mean, there were dancing Edos, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Grayson, uh, I'm glad you called. We appreciate you listening for so long. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thanks, we got a bad person in our midst here, you guys. Right? <laughs> um, he works down the hall doing his own radio show right now on AMP. Hey, Brian Moots, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. good. You're following OJ. Yeah, man, you got to keep, you know, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Know when the danger's going to happen. A better answer, to be honest. You know, I, I follow Just him. Just in case he's to, coming after you? You never know. Okay. You never know. Look, I follow him the same reason I follow Donald Trump. You want to know where their head's at? You want to know, you know, if if he's knifing into people's DMs, I want to be aware of it. So I don't follow Donald Trump, but God, I hear about him. I know all about him on Twitter. I don't feel like you have to follow someone like a Donald Trump or an O.J. Simpson to hear about them all the time. Suck it! That's an accurate, fair point. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't have a rebuttal for that other than, you know what, I find it entertaining. Ooh. 
I mean, that's the honest truth. And and by the way, he is uh, agreeing with 750,000 people. Look, yeah, yeah. In four days. In his opening video, he tweeted that he had a lot of people to get even with. I just yeah. want to make sure I'm not on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was listening to Amp this morning. And I, found... <laughs> Al, I don't want to put words in Allie's mouth, but if I can summarize, Brian, before you came in, she was just saying, why do you want that negativity and that toxicity in your timeline? Should it be a happier place? It's the same reason that I answer unknown phone numbers on my cell phone. I just need <gasps> that guy? I just need chaos wow. in my life. Oh, that's it. Okay. You make bad decisions across the board. <laughs> that's You're, right. He's baby Kevin. Consistently <laughs> bad. You. You're like a true crime podcast waiting to happen. <laughs> You'll know if I don't show up in a couple of days. What happened? Yeah. All right, Brian. Thanks thank for you. uh, putting your head in. We and appreciate you smell it. great. Oh, thank you. Let's yeah. do uh, let's do one more only because it's a different theory we haven't heard before. It's going to be uh, oh. Omar in Fresno. Fresno, I say Fres. yes. Omar, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, well, considering the events involving OJ took place 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and most social media users are around that age or early 20s, okay. they have no idea why they're following them. Well, but I, why but would I they think even, him? even the most casual observer of the world knows that O.J. Simpson was accused of murder, though. I mean, he's more famous for that than he is being a football player. They didn't live through the whole trial. They didn't live through the Edo, through the Cato Kalen. They didn't live through the glove. Omar, I think you're thinking people on Twitter are a lot younger than they are. Twitter and Facebook both skew a lot older than any other social media. And also, These are not, definitely people that were around. And it's not like O.J. Simpson put out like a, a great like techno record. Like he doesn't have something else that you could like kids could put him at. Does that make sense? Like he's still. I, I think they he's know still him as a, only known for what he yeah, did in the past. I, well, I think they only know him as a murderer, not a football player or a yeah. you know a, a commercial guy or a yeah. naked gun. Yeah. What happens when somebody tweets something and O.J. hits like on it? I mean, that's a question we're going to have to ask. Yeah. They're going to pin that tweet forever. (laughs) I hope not. I hope you're wrong on every single thing you've said out of your mouth, Omar. But we appreciate you listening, and thanks for calling. Thank you. All right, I did get a text from Lightning, our former producer. Oh, good. Bean has a painting by John Wayne Gacy, Mm -hmm. serial killer, and one of a naked O.J. Simpson. How is is that different than following them on social media? Might be worse. You contributed to their, their funds. Well, I don't know if O.J. got states. paid for the naked O.J. painting. Well, he gets paid every time. But he's got a painting. Yeah. Jonah Ray is coming up right after <laughs> 8. Don't miss it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, it's your turn. What's happening? I am so excited that Jonah Ray is coming in. Because I love that dude. He brought me so much joy when uh, the Game of Thrones situation, I'll call it, was happening. Where he wound up tweeting about the guys, the, the guy that started the petition for them to redo to, the final season. The whole season, yeah. And he tweeted essentially, like, come on, dorks, let's get over <laughs> it. And he was inundated with tweets that went on for quite some time, and his responding to people was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Well, he's a professional comedian, so he knows how to handle a heckler. Oh, but it was it was just so good. <laughs> I want to talk to him about all the blowback he got when he made a mild joke about Guy Fieri. Did you see that? No. no. Oh, you don't want to get the Guy Fieri heads against you. 
I mean, oh, I'm no. a Guy Fieri head, so this is troubling for me. Oh, oh no. no. I All hope right. you'll we, be okay. I won't. We, we'll discuss when Jonah comes in. All right. Well, the reason I bring this up is because Game of Thrones last season drew a lot of opinions, almost as many opinions as it drew eyeballs. And actress Lena Headey addressed fans' disappointment over her character's anticlimactic death. That was a Cersei Lannister who just was hit by rubble, really, yep. and taken out. Yep, yeah, yep. and they really didn't show anything until a yeah. couple episodes later. They finally, uh, uh, you know, moved some rocks aside, and then you could see that they were dead. But yeah. it was very anticlimactic. Well, it was to her, too. <laughs> she said, <laughs> oh, that's I will say I wanted a better death. Obviously, you dream of your death. You could go in any way on that show. So I was kind of gutted. But I just think they couldn't have pleased everyone. I feel like they could have killed her better, too. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she's just like, oh, no, rubble. Yeah. So, six uh, seconds in, give me something dramatic. So, yeah. do, do we want them to reshoot it? Is we want them to reshoot it. So. Okay. Our petition. I have All a right. petition. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if Jonah can retweet it. Excellent. Okay. It's going to go real well. It's about time. Hey, Empire, what's going on on that set? <laughs> You've got Jesse. They're not giving you enough to do, apparently. Wow. Jesse Smollett uh, had his own legal issues. I don't know if you recall that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, some think he, he might have faked a hate crime. Um, charges have been dropped. And then you've got Terrence Howard, who's being investigated for tax fraud. And then the youngest brother on the show was just arrested and booked yesterday. But this is something, it's like, okay, compared to those two. Was it like parking tickets? Yeah, almost. He didn't have registration and uh, didn't have proper insurance and didn't have his driver's license. So he was arrested and booked, then released after paying a $2,000 bond. You got to step it up. Yeah, right. For sheer gray. You got you to gotta do something bigger in order to really get on our radar for people now, messing up on the set of Empire. Now, is he being written out of the next season, too? I think he's okay. I think he's all right. But uh, it's scary. scary. I think it's time to put that show down. Well, it's going to be their last season. season. Yeah. You watch it? No. No, I don't. I I can't imagine people have been with it from the beginning. I watched the first season and loved it. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, first season was great. Second season, I was like, what what exactly (laughs) are you guys doing here? What's, What's happening? And then I was out. Yeah, me too. But I really did enjoy it that first season. It was great. Oh, Cookie. Don't get yeah. me started on They need to go back and reshoot all of the seasons after season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want Kevin's petition. Sign up for our petition. Yes. It's online right. now at yeah. krock.com. The entire thing. Okay. So we can get any show yes. remade mm-hmm. if we decided we were dissatisfied Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Everyone knows Just that. A couple signatures. That's all you need. That's how it works. Uh, guys, did you see this woman in England that told her coworkers she wants a cake featuring Mariah Carey for her birthday? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> instead, she got a cake with Marie Curie on it. <laughs> they uh, they kind of misunderstood the order. That's funny. That's amazing. Which uh, Mariah found out about and wound up tweeting, this could have been me if only I hadn't failed remedial math. And I felt that. I felt yes, fully seen by Mariah Carey. But can you imagine you get Marie Curie and you're like, I don't even know who this woman is. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's chemistry. At first you're going, "Uh, it's a bad picture, Mariah. She doesn't look great. (laughs) However, the woman's uh, sister that wound up, or cousin, wound up tweeting the picture. And she noted, "Mm, Marie Curie looks very festive. I want to know who this person is working behind the cake counter in England who yes. didn't know who Mariah Carey was, but knew who Marie Curie <laughs> I was. I love it so very much. Love it so much. Hello. 
She was the uh, first woman to ever win a Nobel uh, Prize, by the way. Uh, physics Nobel Prize in 1903. Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't have yeah. that information. Uh, it's her research into radioactivity. By the way, she also discovered uh, radium and polonium. Mm-hmm. I Same. mean, sure. Yeah, sure. She died like from that radioactivity that she was studying. That's a real bummer, right? Way to bring it down. But you Mariah must. Carey is still alive, you guys. Right? She is very much alive. Probably. Same with Marie Kondo. She could have been in this mix, too. Oh, <laughs> she could have. Which oh. one wrote uh, All I Want for Christmas is You? Was that Marie Curie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she won the Nobel Prize for that. Okay. All right. What so about Mary Carey, former uh, Los Angeles uh, politician, oh. also adult film star? Mm-hmm. A gubernatorial oh, candidate. Yeah. Yes. Throw her yeah. into the mix. Sure. What about Mary Cherry from well, the show Popular? That would work. Yeah. That's a fictitious character? Uh, it is. It's Leslie Goldman. All right, fair. Yeah. Put him in the mix. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone got one? By the way, I said Leslie Mary Goldman. Poppins. I mean, that's all I got. Leslie Grossman. Me. My friend Leslie Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mary Cherry, though, one of one of the best characters ever on television. No, I, Are I, we out? I think I'm out. Okay. Yeah. I'll come up with one in a couple breaks, and then everyone will look at me like, odd, sure. and then we'll, okay. and then I'll probably uh, feel embarrassed. Pretty sure we mined that for everything it's worth. Fair. Happy birthday, right. drummer of 21 Pilots, Josh Dunn, Richard Madden, Blake Shelton, and just What one. about Mary Cheney? That's it. Okay. I knew you'd have What about okay. Mary Cheney? I right. get one. Senator from Wyoming. Okay. What about Margaret Cho? Or am I going too far? Yeah, you okay. went too far. I'll, be, right. I'll see you guys later. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and happy birthday to just one of the greats that Kevin has hung up on, Sir Paul McCartney. We don't. Go we, ahead. I, uh, Hit it. We don't. Steve. I don't know if we'll ever have a chance to do this again, Sir Paul, but thank you so much for the time. It's a real honor to have you on the program today. That's really nice interview. So, oh, I hope to see you at the gig. Absolutely, sir. Thanks for the call. Make it a day. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. See you guys. Oops. (laughs) I mean, it happens. It was done, right? Well, you made it so. (laughs) And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Jonah Ray has joined us in studio. Hey, Jonah I'm Ray. Just, hey. Gonna, I'm going to jump in and start talking while Allie's talking on the air about it's something else. Richard Belzer like you <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> the Bells, baby. <laughs> How are you, Jonah? I'm doing all right. Uh, thanks for having me. The last time I was here was a while back, and but it was raining still, so... It's a, I feel like every time it's gloomy. Is it raining now? Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, we don't oh. know these type of things. Yeah. No, We're in a dungeon. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it just June gloom or is it actual rain? No, it's the apocalypse start. You guys didn't. You guys should <laughs> be checking online. Oh, the apocalypse no. started. You know I we've did been waiting. We've all been waiting for it. We've mm-hmm. been all, hot on the heels. Wouldn't now it be here. funny <laughs> if it was happening and we just had no idea? Zero We're sitting idea. here like no. making yucks. What else we do? I do notice Remember that... Remember me as I lived, making yucks. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, <laughs> yeah. making yucks. Grasping his chest and asking God for more time. <laughs> I, I do notice that if the rapture is part of that uh, that apocalypse, none of us are leaving. We all seem to still be here. Oh, I mm-hmm. think that's a given. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. It'd be uh, just great music and easygoing people. You know? A lot sure. less traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and so much less judgment, too. If we could just get rid of those, 
Those Christians, right? <laughs> uh, Jonah, you are a uh, comedian, podcaster, actor, host, uh, musician. You do it all. What are you spending most of your time doing these days? Sleeping. Getting in fights on Twitter? I get, I get in fights on Twitter. I got off Twitter last week, about a week ago, because I, I couldn't I could, I could, couldn't do any rights. Was it all the Game of Thrones stuff? The, that was the start of it. Uh-huh. Where I, you know, I made, like, there, was, uh, there was a petition out, yes. and it said 500,000 Game of Thrones To fans. reshoot the whole season eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I didn't. I, I thought it was funny the way they phrased it, so I just kind of made fun of the headline. Right. Five hundred thousand uh, dorks think they could do a better job, <laughs> and, um, and it opened up the floodgates to sure. uh, a I lot of that. anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just dug in. Yeah, I dug you in. Did. You know, I'm in a place right now where, like, I, I'm I'm punchy. It's a. I feel like I grew up being in like mosh pits, like almost like you know, like a few times a week. And I think I've missed that simulated uh, aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that safe uh, violence, as it were. Sure. And, and so I just put my heels down and dug in. Oh, and, uh, it was some yeah. of the best viewing I've seen in a long time watching your Twitter feed. Yeah, it was. It was three days of my life <laughs> that I'll never. <laughs> Never get back, back. Yeah. and I don't. I don't know what it is about me that I. I just say kind of like a you know. There's this like even the week after I did a uh, someone a Hollywood reporter I think said um, Guy Fieri finally gets a star on the Walk of Fame. And I retweeted it saying, what do you mean, finally? <laughs> Which isn't even that, like, that's not even that harsh, really. No, I mean, it's, it it's is mild. a weird thing to say. It's it's mild, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, it's like, finally, well, who, like, Alan Arkin doesn't have a star. And I would say, yeah, Alan Arkin finally gets a star <laughs> sure. on the Walk of Fame. And, like, uh, the people who were coming after me were like, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, nice, uh, real smart comedy going after the low-hanging fruit of Guy Fieri. I was like, who are you defending wow! here? <laughs> are they on my side? Uh, that's crazy. I, 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 I've stated many times on the show, I am a Guy Fieri head. Mm-hmm. I say it correctly, Fieri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think finally is probably the right thing to not say. And I, do, I, th- I think it's great. I, you know, yeah, it's great. You had no you real really problem with it. I have no problem with yeah. it. You right. were more problem with the headline writer. Yeah. yeah. Now, why oh, did you stop? Amazing. What, why just, did you stop? Yeah, just too much. I don't know. I need too much aggression? I need to spend time with my wife. That's a low yeah. priority. Yeah, yeah I just um, it was taking up too much time. What are Guy Fieri heads called, by the way? Do they have a, a name? Dorks. Okay. Dump <laughs> right down. Yes. Yeah. This is this is a good time to say I'll be at the Irvine Improv on Thursday. Uh, also, look up my name in Sublime. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, that Jonah often just replies to someone with dork. Like, that's yeah. all you respond. And people get so irate. You responded yeah. to some guy in my feed with dork. Yeah. And I thought it was the greatest thing because the guy was being a dork. It's great. And people lose their mind over probably the greatest word ever. It's, dork. A, it's a great comedy word. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah, starts and ends with consonants, right. which is what you mm-hmm. need. You need um, it. And it just it's one syllable. It's yeah. a nice little dig. And it's so innocuous. It really right. it doesn't really mean anything. No. Um yeah. but like my favorite thing is like calling somebody a dork and go, dude, why, why don't you look in the mirror? <laughs> I go, Yeah, sure. I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go for it. I don't know. I mean I you've know. seen your hair. There's nothing they can say to you that you don't already know. Yeah, I don't care about myself. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lifelong, uh, lifelong passion of mine to destroy myself before anyone else can. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm callous. Now, Jonah, um, I've been reading about some of your recent comedy, and you did mention you're going to be at the Irvine Improv Thursday night, eight o'clock. Improv.com/slash Irvine. Great, great show. As low as twenty bucks for tickets. But you, um, you started. You've been starting your shows recently with your hilarious chunk of dead dad comedy, and I wanted to get into. <laughs> I wanted to get into that a 
little bit. How long did you lose your father? Uh, that was about, it's coming up on uh, two years, I think. There'll be like a, towards the end of summer, it'll be two years since I Okay, I'm less, I'm less than a year on mine, and I'm yet to find the hilarity in it. So tell me how that process worked for you as a comedian. Like, when did it get funny for you? Uh, um, poof, maybe like the next day I was the making jokes. Day. Okay. I think it was a, 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 a mechanism that I uh, developed just to, like as I did my entire life, where it's like, I like, you know, started, you know, kind of, you know, cracking jokes about my dad and like how he was gone and stuff like that and it made me feel better because that's how I respond to things is through uh, humor which is doesn't make you a good partner in a relationship sure. most of the time sure it's, uh, sounds like a therapist talking there Jonah yeah well even when I saw uh, Jordan Peele's Us I was just like I related so much with the uh, the husband the dad character I was, oh, I was like he's doing what I do <laughs> and I see how it's problematic I'd like yeah. to just tell a story about Bean and that's the day after his mom passed away on the air, he said, and we were all like, we don't want to talk about it because it's too painful, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, at least I don't have to get anything from Mother's Day. <laughs> that was his, the very next day. I was like, well, okay, well, that's how we're handling it. Yeah. Well, I, was, I mean, there are some upsides. Let's sure. Yeah. Well, you, you talk to a lot of people that are members of the DDC, the Dead Dad Club. After, <laughs> sure. you know, you, I, and I remember, like, I was talking to one guy. He's like, you know, if I could just have one more conversation with my dad, if I could just get on the phone and talk to him for five minutes. And I was like, I don't. I don't know about that because I think about every quick five-minute phone call I had with my dad, and I would get off the phone just being so angry with everything he just said. It's just like, "Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's all right." Like, uh, can, can I talk to mom? Oh, you want to talk to mom now? Like, it's just like five-minute conversation with my dad would just make me go, "Yeah, it's probably best that he's gone." <laughs> it's uh, well, I do think that's very, that's a bold way to start a comedy act, is what I'm saying. Yeah, because <laughs> it really gets everybody in a good mood in the audience. Yeah, it is. Uh, it I, you know, it is fun to kind of start a show with uh, dead dad jokes. I don't know. It's uh, I like to start from uh, below. Uh, the ground floor of humor and sure. just try and dig myself it's out. Just a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Just to try to even make it to the elevator. You consider that a success. Yeah, it was, I didn't do stand-up for a bit after he, he died, you know, like, uh, uh, it was it was odd because I just kind of wasn't doing stand-up and then I, and I realized it was because I didn't know who to try and prove wrong anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And he's back. (laughs) Joe DeRay at the Irvine Improv. It's going to be Thursday night. Get your tickets. Quick break. More with our guests right after this on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock KROQ. Our friend Jonah Ray in studio with us right now, comedian and podcaster and host. Don't forget, of course, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, Season 2 is available on Netflix. It's hilarious, Jonah. Thank you. Wonderful. And you're making more, right? Uh, yeah, we're still waiting to hear back about it, uh, but it's, uh, you know, people seem to like the last season, so we're really stoked on it. Look, I, I'm pretty you, proud of it. If Netflix says no to you, you shouldn't be being making oh, those shows. Don't I, say that. I, I, no, he, I'm just saying that Netflix accepts all. All right. Well, they accept all that they own. Uh, you know, they got rid of all their Marvel shows. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. All who's right. to say what's on their mind? They don't, they don't have to care. They're yeah, Netflix. They really they're don't, they're yeah. a global company. That yeah. we're. Why would you take away this show? People liked it. It's like you're a blip. Like it's <laughs> like they don't they care. don't care. And they're great. And it's, it's we're very happy to be <laughs> part of the next Netflix family. I mean, that here's the thing. to have changed quickly. I saw yeah. the flip in your yeah. head. I, I saw it. I, don't, yeah. I like asked if I could go to their uh, Golden Globes party. I was like, hey, I'm the host and lead of one of your shows sure. that you, uh-huh. you sure. didn't put a billboard up anywhere for. Can I come to your party and maybe get some free hors d'oeuvres? Silence. Oh, Just, yeah. no, thank you.
Thank you. I have learned too much about wow. how, how Hollywood works right here. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you wear many hats, is my point. You do a lot of things. And I stack you... them on top of each other. It's very fun. It's a party trick. <laughs> You're also in two different bands right now, Jonah? Well, one's a, a vanity project uh, where it's uh, I just recorded punk versions of Weird Al songs. Uh, and tell me again, <laughs> tell me again why, why we needed that. Uh, no one needed it. Um, okay. But I, 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 it was just something I like playing guitar, but I don't like writing lyrics because I don't like being honest. Uh, and, <laughs> and but what are the lyrics I know? I know Weird Al lyrics, and so I would just do that. Sure, and you know, I, eat it. So yeah, you can just <laughs> exactly. And so I can, I'll just sing those lyrics, not the, to the tunes or the, the chords or anything like that. And it just like I was like, oh, um, and then my friend Zach from the band Fiddler is like, we should record these. And then I said, yeah, that's really dumb. That's a dumb idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I like my mantra in life is uh, silly things taken seriously. Yeah. And so, like, I recorded it. And then uh, Mike Park from Asian Man Records is going to be putting it out in August on a one-sided 12-inch vinyl. Uh, and it's gonna is be that co- a good use of space? A one-sided twelve-inch? Well, on the other side, we got an etching from my friend Dana Lechtenberg. Is doing like an etching on the other side of the. Oh, all right, I didn't know it was yeah. fancy. Okay. All right. Yeah. How and many songs did you record? Five. I did four Weird Al songs. I did uh, "Eat It," "Dare to Be Stupid," Frank's two thousand inch TV, uh, and Amish Paradise. And then I did a version of the Reptilicus rap from the first season of uh, Mystery Science Theater. And the band is called. Well, it's just called Joan. It's gonna be under my name, Jonah Ray. No, because your friend had such a great well, idea. Well, that's the name of the album. Uh, yeah. Chantel. Uh, uh, Clarica is going to, we, we're calling it a, uh, uh, you can't call me Al. <laughs> so I also have a Paul strong. Simon reference I don't know why I find so much joy in that, but yeah. I do. Yeah. What does your good friend Al think about all this? He loves it. You know, we're going to, some of the proceeds is going to go to an animal rights uh, organization. Um, awesome. And he just, he was like, yeah, man, it's really cool. It's like, he, he thought it was funny. I sent him the stuff. He seems to be good. I mean, I don't think that's a good sense of humor. I'm, also, yeah. like, Weird Al's not going to publicly be mad at you. No, like, no, he's no. Not a, I don't if think there's he a knows mad what's bone good in, for him, right? right? There's you not know, a mad bone in Weird Al's take, body. Take you yeah. on. Can also, you it would be the last thing I need is like Weird Al fans to come out. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world would turn yeah. on you. Weird Al finally decides to speak out against someone. Yeah. And it's Jonah Ray. And, and the only the only guys that got my back are Coolio and Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the chance to see the strings attached to her yet? No, I have not. I have my tickets for the LA show. I'm very much looking forward to that. I, I loved his uh, uh, his last tour where he did all the kind of B-sides and originals. It was amazing. It was, it was, amazing. It was the best. It's a Weird Al show I've been waiting for my entire life. Yeah, incredible. He's, yeah. The, he's the absolute best there is. He really all is. All right, so this other band, what's the other band all about? It's called Pressers. It's just kind of a you know a rock punk kind of band I did with uh, Denver from uh, the band Desaparecidos. Uh, oh, that's and, legit. And, and uh, the other band is uh, the other guy in the band is Cody uh, Vodolato. He's uh, he plays on the Weird Al record, but he's also the he's the singer and guitar player. He was also in Blood Brothers, uh, and then uh, plays in a band with Nick Zinner called uh, Headwound City. So it's the three of us. And Headwound City. That's yeah, a great, name. great name, right? Good yeah. Name. yeah, good hardcore band. Uh, members of the Locust and uh, Blood Brothers. It's a it's a really good band. What's your goal in? Uh, I don't mean you. I mean anyone in 2019 who's in a band with his friends. What do you expect? Do you do it just for fun? Yes, it's just it's not a career anymore, right? No, I mean not for not for us. I mean we can't even really go on tour. You know, Cody's uh, he's like a transpo manager for the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. So it's like and that's like a full time huge gig. And so, you know, we're just doing it. Just It's like our dad band. It's our local band. It's our bar band. Gotcha. And if we if we get invited to a festival and I get to go see bands I really like, and then that's pretty great. Maybe why not, yeah. I get to go see an Avail reunion. He's the he's the what manager on The Bachelor? Uh, transpo manager. Transpo is short for transportation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so much Hollywood really, speed. I know. Yeah. It's a true look behind the curtain yeah, with Jonah Ray. You have to dumb it down for us. Yeah. If you don't mind. 
Um, have you watched any of The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Jonah? I've never seen one episode of those shows. And I, I, I would even, because uh, I, I used to write on The Soup when it was over, you know, E, the Joel McHale show. Uh, and I just, like, I that was the first time I had to watch any of these reality shows. Uh, and I just, I despise them. I, what, I can't, this, and I know a lot of my friends love them. Like, Jensen, you're into a lot of no, them. I, I've given up over the last few years, but there was a time where I very much watched them. I remember of, when I met you, like, you brought it up. And I was like, I don't, I thought, I thought we cool people don't watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that's there's, a hate. there's a hate-watching yeah. element to it, though. There's yeah. a hate-watching element. There was a yeah. postmodern part of it. I think there was a time in reality TV when they became celebrities themselves, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't as fun. Yeah. Yeah. When you were just watching people, it was Well, there was a big, the big difference was, like, it was uh, the real world, which is just, like, these random people. Which was great. And then it went into, like, Jersey Shore, Dur- Jersey Shore I think, was the, uh, like it the killed turning it for point. You. Yeah. yeah. Would this be a good time, since we're on the topic, Jensen, your mom called in and left a message on the Kevin Bean Afro line Yeah, she had night. promised that she was never going to watch she The Bachelor again. She said she was done. Again. Yeah. Because she was so frustrated with, in her words, the slut that they picked as the Bachelorette this time. <laughs> I, I, I found out at the same time. I really did find out the same time as you guys that she called in, so. Which is terrible. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Let's let's hear from uh, Haroldine. Jonah, this is uh, this is Jensen's mom who left us a message. We've not heard this yet. Hi guys, it's Haroldine, Jensen's mom. Guess what? I had to watch The Bachelorette because I heard some things that were going on from people I know. So I had to watch it and let me tell you something. She is unbelievable. She's no longer riding that rail of Slatitaville. She is very <laughs> very inappropriate mm. oh. she was like laying on a pool table with a guy and he was kissing her and rubbing her butt she was on top of him <laughs> and then next thing she's laying on a bed with another guy kissing and he's rubbing her butt <laughs> this girl is really got a problem okay stop right there um, stop right there stop what me. does what does your mom think the bachelorette is about what think, does she think yeah. the yes. idea of the show is except that you date 25 men because how that, many that what she just described is every show uh, it yeah. sounds like she thinks it's written by like david chase or something and that it just became lowbrow i don't know <laughs> How many uh, butts can be rubbed in one episode? Also, how is that even sexy? I'm going to rub your butt. <laughs> and, and also, in what scenario are you making out on a pool table? Uh, Have you ever made out on a pool table? Yes. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to Haroldine. This girl has really got a problem. Um, I mean, big. <laughs> She's got a big problem. And I want to ask you guys, she always gets a red nose. Does anybody know what that means? Is that like? embarrassed or nervous or it's not cold but she gets like rudolph this red nose i know i said i was done with this show but i've got to tell you something i'm done with this girl and i'm not a prude but she is definitely shockingly embarrassing i don't know if i'm gonna watch it again because the scenes for next week she's gonna watch it again she's 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 hook line and sinker also someone should tell your mom about cocaine Shows that she went bungee jumping naked. You heard me right. Naked bungee jumping with one of the guys. So you tell me that this is not a slatita? Anyway, have a great morning. See ya. There they were, jumping off a bridge, bungee jumping, rubbing butts. (laughs) Like they do? Yeah, she's like, I might not watch, but... 
She's going nude bungee jumping. Like she couldn't even hide her excitement. Yeah. Why? Why does your mom? Why is she so upset about a, a lady, an adult woman who's in the dating right? pool making out with two guys? That's I don't the know. point of the show. That's the it's whole one point. thing if she's like a slut shamer about you know her next door neighbor. Sure, sure. But this is the point of the television show. Jonah Ray, you're, m- you're missing all of this. I don't think I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm fine. You think you're good? Okay. This is as, this is as good as it gets. Just here. <laughs> I like. I'll just call Jensen's mom once a week. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me the rundown. You want to hear a sixty-year-old San Fernando Valley mom tell yeah. you about the Bachelorette? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. Jonah, do you have anything you watch on TV that you're embarrassed about at all? Any guilty pleasures? No, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I, mm-hmm. I, I like. I, it's like if I like it, I like it. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, like the only thing I'm like, it's like I don't. I don't hate. I mean, like I watch bad movies uh, like on purpose. Like I, I love. Sure. Them. I think there's something to pull from everything. But my favorite show right now, Fosse Verdon. Oh, oh Fosse Verdon, right. a great show. The miniseries, yeah, yeah. Now I I miss that, but I hear that it is great. Is it campy? Kind of, as my, I mean. It's as campy as it's allowing itself to be, if that makes any sense. Because this is serious, real life stuff that happens. It's real, it's real heavy, real good, but it's also probably one of the best directed and edited shows on TV. Yeah, I really, really dig it. But, uh, yeah, I don't really watch anything too bad. You know? All right, yeah. I gotta, I gotta see that. Thank you for the tip on that. You watch yeah. the Tiny House Nation? What's that? Yeah, oh. we'll talk off the air. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. It's okay. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. No conversation needed. Six five. Every house, the entire yeah. nation is a tiny house you nation. Wouldn't, you wouldn't like it. Uh, Joda, uh, Irvine Improv Thursday night. Please anything, go. Anything special going on? Um, yeah, I'm gonna have uh, Paige Weldon, uh, who I put out her uh, her uh, I put out her records. She's a very mm-hmm. funny stand-up comic. Uh, Chris Thayer is a very funny comic. He'll be there. Funny. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I've been doing some of the Weird Al songs live. I'll, I'll be riffing on an old uh, you know educational short, Mystery Science Theater style. Oh, awesome! I'll be talking about my dead dad. Oh, awesome! Uh, <laughs> you know those jokes I said that seemed like they came up naturally in conversation? Oh, they were bits, and you'll hear them again. <laughs> All right. Pretend they're new. Pretend uh, they're new. All the greatest hits. Joan Array at the Irvine Improv Thursday night at 8. Tickets are just 20 bucks. Improv.com slash Irvine. You know we love you, Joni. You're always welcome on the Kevin Bean Show. Thanks for stopping we have, by. We have Thank- 60 seconds. Before we go, we but, have 60 but seconds. But before we go, apparently we have 60 seconds with yes. Joan Array. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. great. If you don't mind. All right. 57. 56. No, no, no. It's a game. Oh, it's a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you just Sorry. say whatever comes to your head. Great. All right. There we go. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which show would you choose? Uh, It would be The Simpsons. Dream Dinner Date. Uh, not Hitler. Okay. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. If animals could talk, which animal would be the biggest a-hole? Oh, uh, penguins. What band name do you wish you used? Uh, like that actually exists? Or just a great name that you are like, that's a great band name. Putricide. All right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, creepiest thing you could say to a stranger that you pass in the street? You again. <laughs> Twizzlers or red vines? Red vines. Yes, right. Obviously. Did you have a nickname growing up? Breadmouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Sure. You don't care. <laughs> no, I don't. Excellent. What do you say is your best trait? Answering questions by stammering and thinking of something else that's good. My hair. <laughs> you can only bring one album to a deserted island. Which one? It would be Dillinger Four's Midwestern Songs of the Americas. Excellent. There you go. Well done. One wow. guy in his car just went, yes! Can we, can we just, real, real quick, bread what? Bread mouth. Bread Why? mouth. Why? 
Uh, it's uh, one time my friend came to pick me up. We're going to go record shopping. And then my parents said, like, oh, I said, I'm going to go get food. And then so they gave me a couple bucks for food. Mm-hmm. And then I got a bunch of pieces of bread to eat so I wouldn't have to be hungry. And I could use that money to buy records. And then my friend's like, why are you eating bread? I was like, oh, that's my new thing. I'm bread mouth. It's like, I mean, everyone, I'm always going to be eating bread. <laughs> and that's like you made it up. I like that. Yeah. And then, like, it was just a joke. And then everyone started calling me bread mouth. I was like, this is, I, I got to lose weight. Who's better? <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Jonah. We Thanks for having it. me. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Ali. Hey, Bean. What's happening? What's going on? You guys, Ariana Grande could be the next Catfish co-host. This is according to showrunner Nev Shulman. In an interview with TMZ, he said that his dream is to have the 25-year-old singer co-host with him, especially after finding out what a huge fan of the show she is. So this is he... he the story she, is he uh-huh. wants her to do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the story sure. is that um, people started sending him messages saying, Ariana Grande is posting stories on her Instagram about watching Catfish. Okay, first of mm-hmm. all, let me back up a step. Catfish is still on the air? It's still on the air. People are still getting catfished. I okay. know. There's I know. no way that people can still be getting catfished once Catfish was on the air for 10 years. Because now everybody wrong, knows. Wrong, sir. Wrong. So wrong, Bean. Dina Lohan never met the guy she dated for years. Okay. She did get lucky because it was a real person. It was a real human. But easily could have been catfished. But we but, still don't know if he was a catfish because she never met him. He right. could have had none of the things he said he had. Right, but at this point, what human in the world on the internet doesn't say, we're WhatsApping by noon tomorrow or this is over? Lonely people that just want a human connection, Bean. Okay. It's happening. We took calls from people that were catfished recently yeah. in the past year. It's happening. And how can Ariana Grande help? Oh, here's the thing. So she wound up uh, putting on her Instagram stories uh, little clips of the show. And he went over to her Instagram and saw follow back and realized, Ariana Grande was even following me. What a moment for Nev Shulman. Anyway, uh, he really thinks he can get her to co-host when she's not so busy with the Sweetener Tour and uh, wants her to come on the show. I mean, I want her to come on this show, too. Yeah, right. We want, Taylor, we want Taylor Swift as a co-host That's, also. What? We I take Taylor Swift as a co-host. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. Would we take Nick Cannon? Is he available? Uh, no. He's, no, he's oh, busy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good Good luck with that, Nev. <laughs> All right. You guys, will the Emmys go host-free this year? Interesting, uh, especially... <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone agrees. Dead silence. <laughs> uh, when I saw this, that... Three months before the telecast, the Emmys are three months away. I feel like uh, they were yeah, just they're, they're on September every year. Wow, that is that shocking. Is, I feel it like they were fast. just yeah. on, but okay. They have not named anyone yet, and insiders say that the awards may go without a host for the first time since 2003. That's when the show aired on Fox, as it will again this year. Nominations for the Emmys will be announced on July 16th, which may be when they're going to make the host public but look a lot of people enjoyed very much the host free oscars yeah i think the oscars would have been better had jimmy kimmel hosted because i think he brings a lot of entertainment and comedy to that show but they had success with it i thought it was the best academy awards in a decade just because it seemed quicker and it wasn't it wasn't so hokey i really enjoyed the earnestness of alicia keys 
I think oh, when she, she hosted the Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Ernest too. hosting is the too. way to go. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I know that they looked at the ratings and the ratings were, were better than usual, but mm-hmm. it also could have been a, a better, a more appealing, more mass appeal batch of movies, too. So we don't really have enough evidence to go on whether host free is automatically better than a host. Can I, mean, I give you a suggestion for a host? Yes. Kaiser Permanente? Again, not a person, <laughs> just a, a hospital. I'd like to see that, I will that, say this about Bean. You would not be good uh, as a boss in uh, entertainment because they are so about knee-jerk reactions. I know. And seeing something so quick that they'd be like, nope, the ratings were up. People hate hosts. People hate human <laughs> beings. Get rid of all human beings. But that is, no, you're totally right. Empirically, though, if somebody comes to me and says, look, we have the Emmys coming up. Do you want no host... Have it clean, have it quick. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to put Dave Chappelle in there to entertain us and have us on the edge of our seats wondering what's going to happen Right, next? but let me just say this. My money is on Dave Chappelle. Agreed, but let me just say this. The uh, number of people who would be great hosting the Grammys is pretty small. Not a high number. <laughs> pretty yeah. small. So if you can't get those people? I think there's a lot of people who could do that show. I really do. I do. I mean, when you think about the Neil Patrick Harris's of the world and the Ellen's of the world, I mean, there are a lot of people who have done great jobs hosting shows before. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine if they decide not to go with it. It just seems like an opportunity for somebody to, to make it even more entertaining than it already is just based on the, you know, just based on the awards themselves. One more suggestion for host. Steve. Oh, he would be good. He's so Didn't even busy, consider though. That. He's because he's so busy with all the stuff that he's steving on. Or Nick, have Cannon. To take or Nick Cannon. Steve would have to take some time, time off from our show, though, yeah. To, yeah. to rehearse. Yeah. Steve, yeah. We need him here to hit it. Guys, Shania Twain launched her first residency in Las Vegas seven years ago. And since then, we've had everyone from Gaga to Blink to Aerosmith jump into that residency trend. Well, she's now back. She announced her return to Vegas for a new residency starting December 6th. She's going to have 23 performances for her Let's Go residency at Zappos <laughs> Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort sorry, and what, Casino. What's the tour called? Thing? Let's Go! <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's really not a great name for a tour. <laughs> Let's Go! Tickets go on sale Friday. I don't have any interest in seeing Shania no. Twain. I, I know she's talented and she's got a lot of hits, but she bores me. Yeah. We had her on Drop the Mic, mm-hmm. and uh, her whole team showed up, and, and we had a writer that said to put uh, wine. It was early, but still put wine in her trailer, mm-hmm. I guess, to loosen up for wrapping, which makes sure. sense. And uh, they dropped her off, and someone came up to us and went, is there wine in the trailer? And I said, yeah, we, we had put it in. She says, can you double check? Wow. And I said, absolutely. So we went in and we did it and we looked at it. And then I came back and she said, can you triple check? What? And I said, oh, what? And she what's said, happening I just on that really staff. look at it. And I went in there and I said, I looked at it and this is the name of it and whatever. She goes, thank you. And then she sort of just walked away. Wow. And I was like, that's the craziest experience I've ever had with a handler. Wow. Terrified. But then Shania Twain was nice and sweet and I didn't care. I mean, I don't know if she drank the wine. I don't know anything, but it was someone made me check three Listen, times. that person... Messed up a wine order yeah. once, and, and, and paid, it is paid she paid it. dearly. She's the bread mouth of Shania yes. Twain. <laughs> Stuck with her forever. Yes. <laughs> Very disturbing. Mm-hmm. You guys, the Jonas Brothers' new album "Happiness Begins" has grabbed the number one spot on the Billboard 200 chart after its release on June 7th, and according to Nielsen, the Jonas album, Jonas Brothers' album, marks the biggest debut of 2019. Mm. What? <laughs> 
Uh, shocking numbers. Hmm. Biggest debut total consumption: four hundred and fourteen thousand units, sixty-eight million streams. That surpassed Ariana Grande's "Thank You Next." Like that's what? crazy. I have a, uh, a clip from the new Jonas Brothers album. Okay, oh, great. from sure. one of the new songs. If you'd like to hear it, yes, sure. please. Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> So there's there's no wonder that people went yeah, out and picked that that's up. That's crazy. That I picked excellent. one out too. It's uh-huh. later in the album, but it's this one. Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. I hate the sharpest tool in the shape. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Wow. They're really changing wow. things up, aren't they? <laughs> okay, let, let's let's be clear though. That first clip was "I Think You Should Leave" with Tim Robinson, and that was Fred Willard playing a little band at a funeral, which is one of the funniest skits I've ever seen Great. in my life. Who was that singing? <laughs> that was, that was just, just some random uh, acapella group yeah, that I found. Oh, I, yeah. I kind of wish that was real. <laughs> it's real. I know. I mean, it does I mean, exist. I wish it was the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Maybe it's. Lufus and Shark, the I, Jonas Brothers we don't talk about. Stonky? Uh-huh. Stonky Jonas. Yeah. This is Stonky Jonas' song. You ready? Mm-hmm. Jensen. He's doing the best he can. Jensen. That's Clownvis. Oh. Well, still good. I, I've still got... Great. Uh, Zeppo Jonas's track. Oh, oh Zeppo. Oh, Zeppo. 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 He had, him. Yeah, he has a song at the mm-hmm. end of the album, and it goes like this. I love spicy food almost as much as I hate diarrhea. <laughs> Zeppo is kind of doing his own wow. thing. Wow. It's meaningful, though. It's, it's a real look into uh, right? Zeppo. I'm going to play this song, uh-huh. and I think it's the Jonas Brothers, but you tell me if it's not, because it was okay. mismarked on Napster. Okay. okay. Somebody <laughs> once told me the no, world that. was going to them, right? That is them. I hate the sharpest tools in the shape. Oh, I'm missing. So no stuff. wonder the album is number one. Is yes, what I'm that's saying. what we're saying. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Some birthdays. Richard Madden. <gasps> right. 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 He's in Rocket Man. <laughs> Bodyguard. Yeah. Go ahead. Somebody once told me the world yeah. was gonna roll me. I hate the sharpest tool. This was the best part of Rocket Man. No. It was yeah. when they covered that. <laughs> it was yeah. really good. Amazing. Uh, Blake Shelton and. I mean, former Beatle. Are you ever really a former Beatle? You're always a Beatle, right? I think so. I think it's I like governor. So. I think okay. it's a title that you keep right. for life, yeah. Well, happy birthday, Paul McCartney. Go ahead, Kevin. Okay. I don't know if we'll ever have a chance to do this again, Sir Paul, but thank you so much for the time. It's a real honor to have you on the program today. That's really nice interview. So, oh, I hope to see you at the gig. Absolutely, sir. Thanks for the call. Let's make it a date. <laughs> thank you, Paul. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. Oops. Mm. <laughs> you hung up on Paul McCartney. Well, he was saying, he was saying goodbye. We'll never know. Asshole. We'll never know, Kevin. I mean, he was, he was saying goodbye, uh, is what I heard a guy say. That's what's happening. <laughs> Sad bassoon indeed.
Thanks, Allie. And your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness, the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. You got somebody fired. We're going to talk to you. Uh, we have Tony Hale in the studio. What? Can't wait. Talking about Forky, Forky. Toy Story 4. Love him so much. And speaking of people we love, Shia LaBeouf. <gasps> yes. Actual cannibal? Yes. I have an apology I have to give him. Yes, you do. And, and, I, and I believe it. It's not just because I'm going to be afraid to be in the same room as him. As him. I really, truly believe in the apology I'm going to give him. All right. Yep. Excellent. Can't wait. That's tomorrow morning. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. What's happening is brought to you by the new action thriller, Anna. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.